Welcome to the Round the League podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Round the League podcast. I'm Rose Bryant and this is our podcast for everything sports. You can find this podcast on all of our favorite podcast platforms at the Round the League podcast and on YouTube at B-Man Films. So let's go ahead and get into it starting off with some channel news. Um, so as you can see at the bottom of the screen down here, I added a little box that has the um, episode name right now um, and I'll be able to add in some subtitles on like what segment I'm doing and that kind of stuff. So I thought that was nice. I'm also trying to figure something out um to do with like the channel logo i have it up here in the top left um part of your screen um and i was thinking maybe putting some kind of audiograph around it or a little something right there but i'm not 100 percent sure about what to do there but i just thought that would be nice to spice it up and also the microphone's back i found the cord um but now let's go ahead and start off this week's episode with the nfl so now moving on into the nfl we had a full week um this week but i'm gonna go ahead and start off with um, last week's, um, the end of last week. Um, so on Sunday night, uh, we had the Bears lose to the Rams by a lot, 34 to 14. Um, Matt, Matthew Stafford had a great game, um, and him and Cooper Cup are looking deadly. Cooper Cup had another great week. He had six, uh, 36 fantasy points this week. Um, and Justin Fields also um, ran in uh, for a nice play on a touchdown. And then the Ravens lose to the Raiders 27-33 to in overtime. Marcus Mariota had a really nice run, uh, but he ended up getting injured, um, which is not a huge loss to the Raiders as he's currently their backup quarterback. But now let's go ahead and get into the um, week two games, starting off with the Giants um, in Washington. And Washington squeaks out the win 30-29 to um, on Thursday night. Then the Raiders and the Steelers. The Steelers lose 26-17, to but Najee Harris looked great. Um, and Henry Ruggs also got a nice touchdown catch there. The Eagles have a tough time in Week 2 after getting an easy matchup. A lot of hopes up when they played the Falcons last week, but they lose to the 49ers in a low-scoring affair, 17-11. The Texans actually put up a solid fight against the Browns. Everyone thought this was going to be a blowout, and Fantasy actually kind of banked on the... um, on the Browns scoring a lot of points in Houston, not I got their defense and their kicker, but the Texans uh, score 21 and the Browns, um, but the Browns end up getting the win by 10, 31 to 21, 31 to 21. Uh, Tyrod Taylor's not looking that bad for the uh, Texans. Then the Broncos and the Jaguars. Um, Broncos, um, even without one of their top um, wide receiver targets and Jerry Judy, end up getting the win 23-13. to um, And Trevor is not looking like he's going to be able to turn around the Jaguars at least this year. They're still going to need to bring in some more stuff. It still looks like they're going to have to bring in some more stuff, do something uh, to kind of build around Trevor here. To, and try and build around Trevor here. And now um, with the Saints and the Panthers, the Saints um, end up losing this game. They absolutely destroyed the Packers, um, but they end up losing 26-7 to at the Panthers. Rams and Matthew Stafford are continuing um, on a great path, starting out uh, 2-0 and as the Rams beat the Colts 27-24. to Carson Wentz goes down with an injury there, but I'll touch on that and a couple other key injuries um, next, 
a couple other key injuries next. But now moving on to the Bills and the Dolphins. Tua gets absolutely destroyed by the Bills, 35 to nothing. They just couldn't get anything going. Um, and Tua gets hurt in that game. Uh, Mac Jones gets his first win, 25-6. to uh, Damian Harris was running all over this Jets team. Um, and Kyle Van Noy, I believe it was, after the game, uh, he tweeted about um, uh, if he tweeted about seeing ghosts, which was a callback to uh, last last year when the Patriots played the Jets, and Sam Darnold was uh, said he was seeing ghosts on the field um, as when they got destroyed. And now moving on to the Bears and the Bengals, um, the Bears get the win there, seven uh, twenty to seventeen, as Andy Dalton. Um, continued as the starter there, and he goes 9 for 11 for 56 yards on a touchdown. But Justin Fields also had a pretty solid game, going 6 for 13 for 60 yards, but one interception. Joe Burrow got all for the Bengals, of course, um, and he goes 19 for 30 for 207, two touchdowns and three picks. What a stat line. Then the Falcons and the Buccaneers. This was um, a crazy game. Again, calling back to my fantasy team, it helped me out a lot. Mike Evans got 24 points. Calvin Ridley got 19. Tampa Bay Buccaneers killed me, though. Two late uh, pick sixes to the same guy. Um, and overall, three picks, two touchdowns, 300 yards, 35 for 46. That's looking like a, a um, college stat line. Um, and Tom Brady goes 24 for 36, 276 yards, and five touchdowns, another college stat line. But for defense, Mike Edwards got two pick sixes in quick concession. Um, and the defense... Um, and the defense for the Buccaneers held strong today. Mike Evans got two touchdowns. Rob Gronkowski got two touchdowns. Chris Godwin got a touchdown. They were spreading the rock all over. Um, and the Falcons advanced to 0-2. And I just don't see how they're going to be able to win a game this year. Will they be the next coming of the Jets? Will they be the next Dolphins? Will they be the next Browns? <sighs> Who knows? Um... But now moving on to the Vikings and the Cardinals. The Cardinals pull this one out, thirty-three to thirty-four, on a mic- on a missed um, on a missed field goal to end the game. Dalvin Cook went twenty uh, twenty-two carries for uh, one thirty-one, and Kirk Cousins actually was the second highest rusher with two carries for thirty-five yards. Uh, Cousins threw for uh, two forty-four and two touchdowns to uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and KJ Osborne. Then another exciting game with the Titans and the Seahawks. Um, this one goes into overtime, and the Tennessee Titans get the win, thirty-three to thirty, in a um, overtime with an overtime field goal. Um, Ryan Tannehill goes twenty-seven of forty for three forty-seven. Derrick Henry goes for 35, 35 carries for eighty-one yards and three touchdowns. Julio Jones is the leading receiver here with six receptions for one twenty-eight, and he got robbed of a touchdowns photos show. That he was in the end zone. They even went to review and they still said no um, touchdown. So he got robbed of his first um, touchdown for the Titans. Derrick Henry goes 6 of 55 um, in the receiving game. And A.J. Brown goes 3 of 43. Then another exciting game, um, a matchup of two dominant quarterbacks as the Dallas Cowboys beat the Los Angeles Chargers 20-17. Dak Prescott goes 23-27 of for 237 yards and a pick. 
Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott both rush for the two touchdowns for the Cowboys. And then for the Chargers, Herbert goes 31 for 47 and 338 yards, a touchdown and two picks. Austin Eckler, I've been saying this since day one, not on the podcast, um, but if you know this, I think Austin Eckler is overrated. People are saying um, that he's one of the bet, one of the top running backs, fantasy guy. I'm just, I'm not as high on Austin Eckler as everyone else is. Nine carries for 54. I mean, it's not terrible, no touchdown, um, but I'm, I just, I don't think Austin Eckler's quite um, as much quite what everyone thinks he is but now moving um on to the game that's currently going on the Kansas City Chiefs currently lead the Baltimore Ravens 21 to 17 since Lamar Jackson has been there the Baltimore Ravens have not beaten the Chiefs Patrick Mahomes currently has one touchdown um Durrell Williams has a touchdown um and Pat Mahomes had a, had a great play um for the one touchdown that he threw to De- DeMarcus Robinson uh, he throws it um He's rolling in the pocket, steps up, um, and like as he's sideways, he's he throws the ball, and he was like, uh, he's like his, his body's like contorted halfway around, and he um, and he throws a beautiful pass um, for a catch. It was definitely some like thirty some yards, so that was really um, that was a really nice play for him. And for the Ravens, um, we've had an interesting running game. Of course, Tyson Williams had a great game last week against the Ravens. Currently, he has eight carries for 53. Devontae Freeman also had a 31-yard rush, and Latavius Murray has five for 26. A lot of people were thinking Tyson Williams with their top two running backs, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, both. I believe they both tore their ACL. Um, But they aren't uh but they aren't um set on Tyson Williams of course they don't want to burn him out as as this is a very run heavy offense um so they are definitely trying to work everyone in which is good um trying to get everyone um which is good uh for them trying to get everyone in and then the Lions and the Packers the Packers the Packers had an interesting time um then the Packers had an interesting time last week getting blown out by Jameis Winston's um Saints um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, of course, with the trade war- rumor swirling, um, people are saying that he doesn't want to play. He's not um, that he doesn't want to play. He just wants a trade out, um, and that could be possible. Um, but I think the Packers are going to be able to beat this Lions team. If they're not, then they're definitely not the real deal. Um, but I think what happened last week against the Saints was just a tough, um, just a tough week for them. But now moving in to some injuries, um, I'm going to go through this quick because I kind of spent, I spent a minute there um, talking about the NFL. But um, the Bears, Andy Dalton, of course, left with an ankle injury um, in the first half, and he tried to come back just before halftime, but he hurt, got hurt again. Bradley Chubb, one of the best young um, edge rushers, linebacker for the Broncos, re-injured his ankle um, that kept him out of week one. Carson Wentz, um, who ended up rehabbing after, um, who ended up rehabbing half of the summer for an ankle injury, suffered a completely different ankle injury late in the game against the Rams in the fourth quarter, um, and nobody knows quite yet if he'll be able to play. Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry both left the field. Baker with a shoulder injury and Jarvis Landry with a knee injury. Tua Tungvaloa was carted off the field after taking a hit. And Jacoby Bursett came in to replace him. Um, he suffered bruised ribs, although um, the x-rays came back negative and he was in um, huge pain. 
Tua has had a tough go with injuries. Of course, I don't. Um, if you remember his last season at Alabama, he like he had like he could tore. I think he tore something in his leg, and then like his um his like leg bone went through a wall in his um in his back. Like he had some crazy injuries there. He's uh, had ankle surgeries. Like he's just like he's the poster child for getting um injuries and probably not playing to his full potential. Brandon Graham and Brandon Brooks both left uh, for the Eagles. Um, Darrell Henderson um, got hurt after having a great game. Um, it's Tony Michelle who they traded for before the season. Um, and he and he um, is he, he is most likely going to be taking over the running back one duties. Um, TJ Watt had a groin injury. Uh, Tyrod Taylor had a hamstring injury, and Danny Amendola had a hamstring injury, and Alex Leatherwood had an oblique injury for the Raiders, so a bunch of injuries this week. Um, but now moving on to, but now moving on into some college football matchups. We had another great week, um, starting off with Northern Illinois and Michigan. Michigan takes care of business there, but Michigan State out of East Lansing. Um, are having a great season. Mel Tucker is their new coach, and they beat um, 24-ranked Miami 38-17. to I was riding with them from the beginning. Um, I've been playing college um, college pick'em on ESPN, um, which is just kind of fun. You, like, make your 10 picks if you want. Um, if you want to play, you can leave, leave a comment below, and I will um, hook you up and see if I can get you in our group or league or whatever it's called. Um, but I picked Michigan State to win this game. They were not favored, and they pull off the upset 31-17. to Coastal Carolina beats Buffalo 28-25. to Nebraska um, and Oklahoma had actually a pretty close game as Oklahoma pulls it out 23-16. to But catch of the year by Oklahoma defensive back. With Oklahoma defensive back DJ Graham coming up, he's in coverage, turns around, um, turns around one hand, Odell's it, um, and he makes an absolutely amazing play to end the game there and dash the hopes of Nebraska, of the Cornhuskers coming in and trying to knock off the Sooners, of coming into Lincoln and trying to knock off the Sooners. Number eight, Cincinnati um, beats Indiana pretty handily, 38-27. to um, Number seven, Texas A&M uh, puts up 34 on New Mexico. Purdue um, and Notre Dame had a pretty close game, but Notre Dame, number 12-ranked Notre Dame, pulls out 27-13. to Number nine, Clemson is just going down and down and down further um, after they beat, uh, after they lost to Georgia to start off the season. They only put up 14 against Georgia Tech. Guys, we're talking about Georgia Tech and one of the, the program that was projected um, top five to come back, carry it on, just like um, to try and carry it on after Trevor Lawrence and they lost a bunch of guys. Um, but this is really kind of showing how um, dominant, and I don't mean to like, um, and I'm not trying to be the homer here, but I mean, as you can clearly see, complete Alabama fan, but this just um, gives an even bigger ode to how amazing Nick Saban has been of turning over this team. They've got like completely new face, um, but they've got completely new face, new quarterbacks, new wide receivers. Everyone's gone, uh, most of them going in the first round, and he's able to come back and they're able to um, have... Um, successful season after successful season, whereas Clemson like loses Trevor, loses Etienne, and they are just straight down. Um, 
as they as they only put up 14 on Georgia Tech, uh, beating them 14 to eight. Arkansas continues to look good um, as they beat Georgia Southern uh, 45 uh, to 10. Last week they knocked off te- Texas, which was a huge game. Um, then then Auburn ends up losing to Penn State 28 to 20. The whiteout in Happy Valley, and it was it was crazy noisy there. And it was crazy noisy there, and Penn State ends up getting, and Penn State gets the win against against twenty ranked Auburn. And aside from that, uh, to finish it out, Fresno State comes in and beats, um, I believe they were sixteen ranked at the time, um, UCLA, who knocked off um, LSU to start the season, and they lose forty to twenty seven to Fresno State. Of course, uh, now the, then to wrap it up, number one Alabama goes into Gainesville, and the kicker cost Florida the game. This is something that I know very well as an Alabama fan. We've had multiple chances where the kicker has blown the game. Auburn a couple years ago, uh, he almost blew the national championship against Georgia in 2018, but um, the kicker missed an extra point early, and Florida ends up losing by and Florida ends up losing by two, which if they make that extra point, um, they don't, when they scored their last touchdown of the game, they don't try and go for two, and they most likely uh, make that field goal, and then they're in overtime. Um, so a tough game from Florida there. But now moving in to the newly released AP poll, I'm just going to run through this quick. Alabama at number one, Georgia at number two, or Oregon at number three, Oklahoma drops down to four, Iowa at five, Penn State moves up from 10 to six after beating Auburn. Um, Texas A&M at 7, Cincinnati at 8, Clemson drops all the way down to 9 after um, their terrible showing in Atlanta. Um, Ohio State goes, Ohio State's at 10, Florida stays at 11, Notre Dame at 12, uh, Ole Miss at 13, Iowa State at 14, BYU at 15, Arkansas, who is continuing to roll at 16, Coastal Carolina at 17, Wisconsin 18, Michigan 19, Michigan State um, coming up from unranked all the way up to 20, UNC at 21, Fresno State moves to uh, 22, Auburn 23, UCLA 24, and Kansas State at 25. So now moving into the MLB, I want to quickly apologize for everyone watching on YouTube. I really got into it there talking about college football. Uh, I was kind of on a flow, and I just completely forgot to change the subtitle, so you're just going to have to live with that one. I wish I would have put it at football rather than NFL, but that's fine. Um, now, moving in to um, some baseball, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is running away with the batting title. Um, he's got the home runs. He could possibly be the first player to win the Triple Crown since ya- uh since Miguel Cabrera did it in, I believe, 2013. And before that, the first person, last person to do it was in, like, 1960s, I think, or something like that. Um, so that would be amazing. And the Dodgers actually clinched um, the playoffs. And the Dodgers actually clinched the playoffs this week along with the Giants. The Brewers clinched. Um, so the National League, their playoff picture is already shaping up, and no one uh, has clinched in the American in the American League, um, but I definitely think the Rays uh, will go ahead and clinch their spot, punch their ticket to the postseason um, within um, the next week. 
But let's go ahead and look at that. The Brewers are at 91 and 58 coming out of the Central, looking great. Um, the Giants are at 97 and 53, and the Dodgers at 96 and 57. Both of those teams are the one-two in the West, and they are looking amazing. The Padres have fallen off a little bit at 67 or 76 and 73. They're looking like almost playoff locks at the beginning of the season. But aside from that, that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the Roundling Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Round the League podcast. You can tune in next Sunday for another episode.